You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> I'm still laughing at you. You do that. Stop it's just it. funny. Stop <laughs> I know. It. That was an outtake. That was actually that intro was an outtake. There was another really perfect one, but it just uh, it didn't make me smile that much. So <laughs> that's the one I rolled with. Didn't make you embarrass me that much. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. Sure. Today's show is brought to you by, first of all, I'm Terry Goodlad. Welcome to Goodlad Unscripted, the podcast. My beautiful wife, Anna Tigre, is all huddled up under a blanket over here trying to recover from, I'm it's not the sick. coronavirus, thank goodness, but no. it's something. You got <laughs> it's, something. It's the Bud Light virus. <laughs> <laughs> the Bud Light virus. Uh, today's show is brought to you by blessedbodywear.com. You just kicked out some new tops, didn't you, Anna? You got, uh, you're going to sneeze? <laughs> Oh, she's coughing and sneezing. There we go. Oh, my goodness. You just uh, kicked out some new tops this week, and you got some... I know you ordered some other ones today, right? Yeah, yeah. We're we're excited about some new blessed tops. Everybody wants to, you know, show their gratitude and, uh, <laughs> you know, and just... Uh, Show their blast. I, I love wearing my blast shirt yeah. everywhere I go. People you are get like, so many comments, don't yes, you? Yes, yes. And I think it, it, bright, I think it means so many different things for to different, so many people, different people. Yes, but it's always so positive, right? And that's why people like it. So, right. had to make a few more for that. And of course, uh, we got to give mention to our dear friend Susie Bell at Silver Bullet Anti Aging, who is also a sponsor of this show, Susie. We're clients of Susie's. Uh, we do the uh, we both are clients you and of I. Susie's forever. Yeah, both <laughs> you and I have done the are doing the hormone replacement therapy, and it's mm-hmm. uh, you know once you're over thirty five, guys, uh, you know your testosterone production starts to drop, and when you get older, like I'm sixty now, and uh, and so it makes a big big difference. Gotta so that that healthy. lack of energy, the depression, mental clarity, all yeah. that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, moods, you know, low, low, you know, not feeling so chipper and hot all the time and and uh and really it's just a hormonal thing. It's it doesn't have to be that way. You can go it's a medical thing, right? You and got it, an issue. And it you used gotta, to be that we only talked about that about, you know, for men, but it's amazing how life-changing this has been for has well, been for me and the, a few other friends. The that, flip side too is that women in menopause, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's an accepted thing. But right. guys go through the same thing. It's, sure. It's, you know, you go through that. And so it's just, what this does is it just brings back your quality of life. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get your blood tests done on a regular basis. So basically it's zero. Well, I won't call it zero risk, but very, very low risk. And, and uh, if there is a problem, you're going to catch it if you're doing your follow-up stuff that you're supposed to do. And, and uh, it changes your life. So. Anyway, thanks, Susie. Silver Bullet Anti-Aging. <laughs> Links are down below. We are obviously hooked. <laughs> Let's jump into it. Uh, we wanted to talk about perspective. We were supposed to talk about perspective the last show, and then you hijacked it with all this, you know, my decision to follow uh-huh. more of, not a vegetarian diet, but a more plant-based diet. You haven't had any chicken in a few days. Haven't had chicken, but I'm having eggs. Still having whey protein That's shakes. That's vegetarian. Is it? Yep. I don't think so. Vegetarian is when you still have eggs and cheese and some dairy products. Well, for me, I, it's a huge That's step vegetarian. for me to just be I'm doing just this. I, I, <laughs> I have a mental block 
And with this labels. Is, this is what today's show is about. Today's <laughs> show is about perspective. And there my perspective go. on this uh-huh. is I'm not going to... I'm not labeling myself a vegetarian. I'm just eating the foods that I know are good for my body that help my digestion, my energy levels, everything Mm -hmm. like that. And it feels like a million times better. I honestly, it's been like about a week. Yeah. And, uh, you got to adjust at first to the fiber, you know, a little more (laughs) gas than normal, (laughs) but with kids that can be fun. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's a slight adjustment, but the the biggest thing I noticed is the other day I went to Costco for groceries. Yeah. And groceries literally were half of what they used to cost. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's that's one of the benefits. Yeah. But the only <laughs> sticky part is, is I just don't, I don't know any recipes. I knew what I used to cook and I did it quite well. And now I don't know what to I'm, cook. I'm watching a lot of different uh, cooking shows like yeah. vegan, vegetarian but you're cooking making shows. some really good stuff though. Well, you get creative, you know, it's new ingredients, so yeah. new flavors, but you have to really learn about textures and mm-hmm. how to cook stuff and mixing some raw with cooked. And yeah, it's, but it's been fun. And it's been honestly, like I've changed my ways in, in October mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, what? I've been, I don't have a problem. Like I'm not a picky eater, but Ever since you and Elaine joined me, now it's fun because mm-hmm. now I can actually cook, you know, right. and not eat the same thing for right. <laughs> seven days <laughs> myself. Yeah, exactly. Days, yeah. So, yeah, it's been fun. So perspectives. So what? What in your perspective changed? Because back in October, you were like, <laughs> I actually I think we no, did a podcast okay. on My that topic. Is this? You have no and problem. I, I will never ever you join have you. No problem. <laughs> calling yourself a vegetarian and for me there's just so much attached to that that i just don't that's you not have me. no problem calling yourself uh gluten-free yeah i i, I don't because it's, it's just a matter of ingredients to me it's not to me it's not like you know a cult no, or you know anything it was, you know like, what okay I'm, I'm 60 years old so so i was actually alive back in the 60s you know grew up in the 60s when all that was going on uh-huh. and you know the the hippie movement and all that and and this is just you know a more refined version of this many decades later but but a lot of the ideals a lot of the people you know it becomes a religion for a lot of people and this is not a religion for me and so no no and here's my point you know okay well are you really vegetarian are you this who gives a crap i'm eating this over here why does it have to why do i have to no, and, you know, and if and i want to be part of your silly little club not yours but if i want to be part of this silly little club over here and, and and say that I'm having this kind of a diet, I can't eat this and I can't eat this. How about go pound salt? I'm going to eat what I want to eat, but this stuff really makes me feel good. And so I end up eating a plant-based diet mostly, and I'm having eggs and protein powder. So that's my perspective that gets in the way with me calling myself a vegetarian because I really don't think I am. And I think that's fine, but I think, you know, (laughs) you were just being triggered by your past. Yes. Because it, uh, a 100%. Whole, a so whole, why, why? A whole food plant-based diet didn't start with a hippie movement. But why they, do I have they to? They won dibs on it. Why do I have to call and then myself everybody something? Everybody else one has to be like, oh, if I'm not a part of that, then I can't be a part of this, you know? Right. And so why do I have to call myself anything? I don't think you do. I think, I think, 
I think the reason why we label some things is it makes it easier. For example, if you go to a restaurant or if you go through a recipe book or like you're going to go on YouTube and watch videos and you search the word vegetarian recipes or vegan recipes, you are going to come out with certain ingredients. That's all for me. And then if they tell me like, I'm not supposed to eat honey if I want to be vegan, well, I'm still eating honey. So well, that's now my I point. can, yeah, but. And, and so, so, so this <laughs> is a segue into today's but show veget topic. Vegetarians, <laughs> you can eat honey. But, well, that's what I'm saying. It's that part of it to me is stupid. It's just like, I don't want to play your game. I don't, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and play Remember Monopoly with you. Remember my big fat Greek right? wedding? I do. And when he goes, don't eat he, meat. he's a vegetarian, he doesn't eat meat. Okay, I'll make lamb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why you have labels. Right, but I don't care about the label. It just doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to call myself that. I'm just not going to How gonna come do in it. October you said that you would never stop eating meat? No, I said I'd never be a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, you just... <laughs> thing We're going to have to listen to that show well, again. And so, and so here we are. This is a perfect segue into... Uh -huh. You you just witnessed Anna and I having a disagreement, right? <laughs> yes. This is a common thing in our home at times. We keep it civil, <laughs> but we do have differing perspectives on things. And my argument is this. Uh, now, w and we've had some rip snorters here in the last month. because and, and our dog Bella live, leaves the room. Bella leaves the room every time we start <laughs> we talking have a disagreement. Serious. Yeah, every time we have a disagreement. <laughs> she Bella has leaves. no time for that. No, she just goes, she went and crawled in bed with Auntie the other night in She's her room. She's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, but you look at you know two people that love each other. You know I, I'm always fascinated by relationships that fall apart, friendships or you know whatever. And and in my experience, when I when I look at them, it's just that what it is is you just have differing perspectives, and we want to agree, but we want them to agree with what we want yeah. rather than just understand. And and so we we've had. We've had a rough year. Last year was a, a really hard year. Yes. This year started off <laughs> 10 times worse than last year for us. What in the world? It's been horrible. Up to and le leading up to 15 minutes ago before we started this program. Yeah. We Not just a got a an earth-shattering phone call. <laughs> right. Okay, it's 9:30 at night. We're doing this podcast. We tried to do it earlier today. Could didn't didn't work out. Uh, you know, but it's just been that kind of a year. And so it puts a strain on everything just because you get up and on a scale of one to 10, you're waking up at nine. Right. You know what I mean? And so you don't have a lot of wiggle room there to absorb little, somebody else's crap. Right. Any right? little thing, it really. Uh, right. And it sets you off. You. And so, and, and so with you and I, and my argument is this, my contention is that and you know, then we find ourselves arguing over a label. <laughs> over vegetarian or not vegetarian, you know? Like, who cares, right? Right. And so this is just it, you know? And this thing could go on forever, right? And, yeah. and it can be about stupid stuff like that, right? And so, but you just disagree. And so, so my point is, is that perspectives, we can, if you can accept that everybody unless you've got an identical twin that lived the exact same life you did in the exact same place you did, you're going to have differing perspectives on a lot of things. There's cultures. We, we deal with cultures, two different continents, right? You know, you're Brazilian. I'm Canadian originally. Uh, 
now from there, you know, you've got your family history. You know, my grandparents were English and Norwegian. You know, yours were Middle Eastern and, you know, French and Spanish. And, right. and so you've got all that. And then, and then you, we come to the U.S. And, and then we, but, but I mean, even if you live in a different house than somebody, you could be raised on the same block. Yep. In a different house and have a different culture. Sure. What's important, what's not important, what you think is right and what you don't think is right. You see what I mean? Yep. So the way I was raised, you know, for me to call myself a vegetarian, that's nothing I want to be a part of. And it's nothing against any vegetarians out there. It has to do with my mother and how she raised me back in the 60s right. and 70s. You know what I mean? Right. And so I just don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to be a part of that. You I, can just, eat the food, you just won't call yeah, yourself. Yeah, I don't need to call myself anything. Call me Bob. You know, I'm a Bob. <laughs> you know, I just don't want to be called that word. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and so it's just, those perspectives, but that's what gets in the way. And what we've learned, and we keep learning this lesson over and over again. We sure do. And I think we've learned it for the last time, hopefully in this conversation about the vegetarian <laughs> thing. <laughs> but Will what, there ever be a last time, I wonder? <laughs> but what it is, is, is we've learned that there, there's a mechanical, a protocol, if you will, that you can follow so that this doesn't get heated. And what it is, is to stop and listen and understand before you feel, in, before you go to be understood, before right. you make efforts to be understood, that you understand. And if you both do that, then well, why do you feel that way? Why don't you want to be called a vegetarian? And with you, I could go into great detail and explain why. And you go, oh, okay, maybe that makes sense. Yeah. You know, even though that's not your perspective, that makes sense. And so I can respect that. And so like, I want to go back to a couple examples that we've had, uh, where, where that has been a problem mm -hmm. for a long time. And one of them is the way we talk about things. Oh my gosh. Yes. Your father is for lack of a better term, he's a diplomat. You know, he traveled the world at the bidding of the Brazilian president. Uh, he had relationships, countries all around the world. And because of those relationships, and he was such a tremendous diplomat, uh, you know, he should have been an ambassador for Brazil. You sure. Know? And that yeah. was, I think, an option at one point for him. And, and, uh, and the thing that is, is uh, he's a very, very diplomatic guy. Right. And we use that word diplomatic. Uh, and where I come from, you know, we're prairie farm people. And so we don't beat around the bush. Right. We speak directly because if you beat around the bush, that's disrespectful and it's weak. Right. Where you come from, it's very disrespectful. Like you said, it's like farting at the table. If you speak directly to somebody, right. that's very, very offensive. And so your style of speaking to me is offensive to me. My style of speaking to you is offensive to you. So how do we that resolve this? That has been things? a big problem in our relationship. It's been a huge problem yeah. because both of us, I feel like you're just trying to manage me and you're trying to manipulate me. Yeah. And so right away I'm, I'm set off and you feel completely offended and disrespected. Right. So right away you're set. So it's simple little thing. Like being called a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gets blown way, way out of proportion. And so, you know, this was a, a, chronic problem with a bunch of little things in our life until we actually cracked the code and realized what it was. And, and when we stop and go, hold it, the way you're saying this hurts my feelings. Right. And it's like, okay, uh, what, what is it? Well, where I'm raised, this is this and this and this. And, and we've done that. And it's like, 
ah, okay, that makes sense. It's like before, you know, when where, where I come from in the prairies, understand my grandparents settled the land up there. They moved into like a dirt shack, right? Or not, a, or, I mean, a, a log shack with a straw bed. That's crazy. And so, you know, a doctor was a day's ride away on a, on a horse, you know, on a buckboard, right? And, and, and so for them, you know, you look after the neighbors and, you know, it's a real sense of community and caring and stuff like that, right? And people work hard and they, you know, they do all that kind of stuff. And so that is, that's my grandmother basically raised me. It's right. her values that I live with, right? And so speaking directly right. is respect. Right. You see what I mean? Right. Uh, there wasn't a lot of room for diplomacy back then. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so what you did is you just spoke directly. You looked somebody in the eye, you shook their hand, you know, and, and in a lot of places that is very offensive to look somebody in the eye when you're talking to them is offensive. In some places. You yes. know, it's very disrespectful, right? Yeah. Um, now where you come from, diplomacy is how your father survived. Yeah. And I mean, not just how he survived that's you know that it, that was our whole entire circle mm -hmm. of you know of of Your social circle social circle you know family like you you were raised in a way that you you know it's just like some kids just they are like hey mom bring me my water and how do we teach our kids mm -hmm. we say how do you ask Oh, mommy, can I have my water, please? So from a, from the, you know, from a young age, mm -hmm. as soon as you learn how to speak, you, you learn how to speak a certain way. If our kids live at a different home, they wouldn't be asking, mommy, can I have my water, please? Right. So it's the same thing. It's the same outcome. They're going to get their water. But one way we find respectful, the other way we find disrespectful. So the way I was raised, if you have to approach somebody, you know, and, and, and talk about something, it's not that you, it's not beating around the bush. It's just, you don't go for the kill. You say. And that's a good point. And you're, you're right. But how we look at it is we, we, we minimize it and we disrespect it. We call it beating around the bush. Uh, you call it uh, you call it something else. Speaking direct, you said it's a. Uh, what did you call it? Can't remember. Oh, it was something like it was like it was disrespectful. Like you're. Yeah, it is. You're you're blunt or whatever it was, whatever the word was, and that's the thing. Like to describe it, why am I saying beating around the bush? Right. I'm. I'm demeaning it by sure you see what i mean so just yeah. saying well you know you're trying to manipulate me beating around the bush and you know you're just you know so blunt and direct you know you just belch this stuff out you know and you don't and and so the way we bring it up to each other is even insensitive right you know, we're, we're picking a fight well and if you start out that way where do you go from there right because it sets the tone of the conversation so you know if you are too direct or i am too you know uh beating around the bush then the conversation already starts where the other person is it's defensive defensive triggered yeah. you know yeah. So that took us a while to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think but we're getting, getting good the at, perspective. We're, we're getting good at it now. Excuse when me. we're <coughs> Oh, I'm feeling Sorry. so bad for you. When when we're having a conversation and things go off the rails now. Yeah. It's we like stop. we we stop because we both know okay, this isn't the way it's supposed to go. Right. Because there's been so many of these things. It's like the one before, you know, with 
you know, models come to the house to shoot or guests or something like that. And so the Canadian custom is, is our home is your home. You sit in my chair, you sleep in my bed, you, you know, you get the remote. That's what the guests do, you know, because that's the, what, when, when somebody came over to help you build a barn, you know, you, you had no money to give them. So you just, you feed them your last right. food, you know, you do that. Right. And so there's a, there's a reason for it uh, in your culture to do that, I'm disrespecting my wife. I didn't know this. For for two years when we were dating, <laughs> I didn't right. know this. You'd be upset, and I couldn't figure out why you're upset. Right. But when we actually had the conversation, we realized, wow, that's an interesting perspective. It's very, very different than mine. And, and every conflict that we have and have ever had goes back to differing perspectives. Right. And And when we, rather than be offended and say, okay, we got to figure this out. What's going on? You know, instead of that, we bite back like, why are we acting like a jerk because you did this? You know, or why do you do that? Or, right. You, you know what I mean? Because you're already in that mode. Well, we're learning now after a million times of doing this. Uh, it only took a million. And, uh, <laughs> but we're learning that, okay, if we're, if we're getting upset at each other, it's time to stop. We're missing something. Right. And it's probably differing perspectives. I remember one time, and I like to tell this story. You see that a lot in politics. <laughs> <laughs> but Good let's not politics. go there. Yeah. yeah, Good way to divide a family. It's like the Civil War without guns, right? No kidding. But uh, I remember one time, my ex-wife Elaine and I, we had had a disagreement. And so I'm trying to, you know, because she, be, she can be silent for days, mm -hmm. you know. And so then, okay, we got to end this. So anyway, we're driving down the street, and I said, oh, look at that billboard. She says, what billboard? There's no billboard. And I said, well, the billboard right there. And she says, there's no billboard there, right? And so we're having a fight about the billboard now. And I, so I look over at her. She's looking out her window. I'm looking out my window. I'm looking to the left. She's looking to the right. There is, she's right. There right. is no billboard there. Right. But if I were... Everybody's right. If we could communicate, everybody's right. Right. But to us, one of us is... Both of us are wrong, right? Right. And so that was the greatest analogy, and I've used it many times about perspectives, is that just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Absolutely. What you want to do is you want to ask questions Slow and understand down and try why. To understand. Right. You know, and one of two things is going to happen. Either your perspective maybe isn't in line, and we've had this issue before, where the perspective that we have works if I'm living in Saskatchewan on the farm in winter 40 below. Right. But it doesn't work anymore when I'm living here with you in Las Vegas and it's a whole different life and a situation. So those some of those perspectives I may have to let go of it. But we have to tend to say, well, I'm 60 years old. I'm not changing now. You know, I've been doing right. this. Well, you know, we do silly stuff like that. And so, yeah, you can do that and be alone for the rest of your life. Right. Or you can have a happy marriage and friendships and relationships and things like that by, you know, looking at yourself and going, okay, is this something I need to cling to? Well, exactly. And like you said, it's not just romantic relationships. That's for all rela human relationships, you know, your right. friendships. And, you know, the, it's so often you have friends that, you know, you're very close to you, and then you get busy, you, you grow apart, however you want to call it. And then, you know, you have different perspectives on what happened. But if you don't sit down and you listen to the other person and say, you know what, I was hurt because you did this or you did that, you know, I took it this way. If you if you don't take t the time to do that, then you, you throw away a whole entire, you know, mm -hmm. friendship 
over that. And, and understand any human being, unless they're your identical twin, is going to have, is that, gonna have right. a different perspective to you on something at some point. And by understanding somebody else's perspective, you may even end up changing yours. Many times that and, has happened to you know, me. Right, yeah. and me too. When right. you, you, you hear it and you're like, oh, shoot. Well, the like most I recent, handled this The most recent was our girls. You yeah. know, as foster parents, we're not privy to their past. You know, you get little smatterings of information here and there and and like that, but we're we're not supposed to know this stuff. But because we're adopting them now, we get this big, thick file and you get to read through all of their history. Yeah. When we read through their history, now it's like, ah, okay, Different. no wonder that problem is there. Right. You know? Exactly. We could deal with it differently, which is horrible because how do you... How do you raise these kids without understanding what they've been you through? I wish you could go back and right, know but this now it's like, before. oh, okay. If I would have known that, I would have done a lot of things differently, right? And right. so, and so that's a that's a prime example. Even your kids, you know, the perspective your kids have. Yeah, you know, like I mean, of course, ours are foster kids, but even your biological kids, you know, when well, they're yeah, young, sometimes they don't want to go to school, and it's like, I hate school, this and that, and you just don't know that you know, they might be struggling with something there. Like so. Because Billy's rubbing boogers on his shirt every day and goes in right. or something. We don't know. Right. right. So right. unless, until you get that perspective. And so, you know, that, that rule seek to be, <laughs> seek to understand before you're, you know, you under, to, uh, seek to be understood, right? Understand yeah. first. Right. And, and I think that's a hard thing to do, but um, like I say, we've been through a lot and you and I, I used to be able to say you and I don't fight and argue, but we've fought and argued for the first time in the last two, three months. Yeah. And it's just the stress is just so chronic. Um, but we're making it worse because we're not taking, and that's the thing when you're so stressed out, you know, I always take, use this analogy again, when you're building, remember building a house and I was laying the subfloor in this house. Right. And, uh, and I've got this whole crew there and I knew what everybody was doing until I hit my thumb with the hammer. Right. And the only thing that existed on the planet was my thumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's kind of like that when you're so high on the stress meter, you yeah. know, you're so agitated, you're getting close to that 10, you get tunnel vision and you only see your own perspective. Right. And that's a very, very dangerous time to have to live life with anybody. Right. So there's stress management, there's all those other things. So there's all these other factors that, that reduce your stress, reduce your frustration, reduce, reduce, reduce. And it's not always the other person. Right. If it's the other person, you're going to be waiting a long friggin' time until they change anything. Yes. If you can realize what it is that you can do differently, you can change that immediately. Right. And, and I think and probably... That, the, the, that's the lesson I've learned. And, and I think um, another thing that I have learned is that... This is this is the hardest. It, it's not hard for me to get somebody else's perspective, and, and I'm not prideful, right? Like I can totally no, change. Not. And that's one of the things I admire about you so much is once you understand something, you really do want to just resolve it, and, right? And uh, but I think the hardest part is when you get triggered you know like you get that reaction and so the the conversation gets heated because each person is holding on to their perspectives and i think what we've learned that is most valuable is to stop mm -hmm. just just stop take a deep breath i i, I tell the kids take a deep breath and <laughs> the other day kate is like but i don't want to i said okay then go 
calm down in your room. And then she goes, Mom, I took a deep breath. <laughs> so, but it works. Yeah. And she didn't want to because it works. So she didn't want to calm down. And we right. are the same. We're just well, a, what it a is, taller version of that. Just go back to what it was. You know, you say, okay, you know, well, you know, you start managing me. I call it managing me. You know, you start managing me. And I say, stop managing me. Yeah. Well, the, the manage, using that word managing is a, to dis me it's a disrespectful yeah. term. Right. So right there, I've just got up and punched you in the eye with a word brick, right? Right. right. I'm stealing that from Dave Hockenberry. Word <laughs> brick. But you, you know, that's a word brick, right? And so I did that. So that's just going to escalate from there if you don't de-escalate it at that point and go, okay, pump the brakes. Right. Let's figure this out. If you keep going with that. It's just going to go it get worse. It just goes downhill really fast. Yes. And so... And so, then you have to clean up not only the perspective, but then the mess that you made trying, trying to hold to, on to your guns. Yeah, exactly. And so you got a big mess, and it's really, really hard. And 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 uh, pride. That's that's, that's a whole, our next show. That's our next show. Is pride, <laughs> but you know, pride gets in the way. And yeah, and uh, like somebody, I won't mention any names, but somebody's telling me about their relationship, and it's like they they disagree on something, and so both of them give each other the silent treatment. Right. I my I had a relative that would do that the whole entire winter. He would not say anything to his wife. Oh my gosh! The whole winter. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's just, why? Right. Like, what are you achieving? You know? And so the, the best you thing- You achieve a divorce. What we've agreed to do is we have eliminated ego and pride from our relationship. And that's one thing we have successfully, successfully done. When we get something like that and somebody throws a word brick, what we're doing now is we go, okay, let's stop. I love this person. Right. Before I'm not sure about that, let's stop. <laughs> Right. And let's figure out what it is that's that, where do we go wrong here? Yeah. You know, first of all, shouldn't be throwing word bricks, but second of all, somebody's not being understood and they're getting frustrated. Right. So let's work on that. No different. And when kids. we do that, it's been, it's uh, been an incredible month since we, yeah, it's not even a month. It's like In a few weeks, a few yeah. weeks, yeah. close to a month. Something like that. Yeah, it's about a month. It's all a blur. And it's just <laughs> been the best the best month. Well, it's a different life, yeah. Because you you know, you you don't allow yourself to get that upset. Because once you do, then it's hard to come down. No, and the cool thing is too is that once we have this conversation and I get your perspective, I hear your perspective, I just feel closer to you because it's not it's not malicious. It's not, you know, you, you're trying so hard to be the best wife you can be, the best mom you can be, the best business person you can be, the best out. You're doing your best right. and you're struggling. And I'm doing my best and I'm struggling. And and so when you when you get to say, okay, well, this is what I'm trying to do or this is what, you know, I was thinking or, you know, whatever. And sometimes there's misunderstandings. Right. And sometimes it's just like, you know what, honey, let's do this together. You don't right. have to do it alone. You know, like a lot of the stuff with the kids, you know, you want to try to do it on your own because you feel responsible. You don't want to bog me down because I have my work a lot. Right. And the thing of it is, is that we've discovered that's not the best way to approach things, you right. know, because I don't want to be excluded from my family. I'm busy. I can handle my workload. Maybe you can't or somebody else can't, but I, I that's what I do. Right. Right. And, and I look at what you do with the kids and I go, I can't do that. Right. But I can do this, you know? And so I, every time we've had those talks, 
There's so much respect. You actually feel the love when you're being heard. And you just, all the anger and stress goes away. And at the end of the day, we've learned in this last month, I don't think we've ever been this close, ever counted on each other as much as we do and ever felt more secure. And we've, we're getting, there's bombs dropping all around us every day. Yeah. <laughs> and we're dealing with them really, really well. The kids have never been happier. The dogs have never been happier. Everything's going great. Even the business is going great. Everything's great. Right. And all it was is just changing how we deal with differing perspectives. Yeah. So we wanted to take and share that all with you. Do with it what you will. I know this this show is a bit of a hodgepodge. We just got a big bombshell dropped on us before we did it, but we wanted to do this show tonight uh, so I can post oh, it tomorrow hopefully morning. Hopefully it helps somebody. If they're having problems, you know, which most couples do, most yep. friendships do, and, you know, maybe they can listen to this and say, hey, maybe I'll try this approach. Right. What I'm trying is not working Let's try yeah. this. What 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 the Democrats and Republicans do on Facebook doesn't work. No. Nobody's <laughs> minds are changing. Nobody's getting, you know, it's just getting yeah. more and more divisive. Don't do that. Yeah. So do the opposite of that, you know, <laughs> and, and just try to listen to the other person. If there's somebody that you love and you care about uh, or somebody that you loved at one point or cared about at one point, you know, they probably deserve the respect of being heard. Right. And if you understand them, you're going to learn something yourself. You may find that your perspective may be, isn't the, isn't the best one right? that maybe their perspective brings some value to your life too, you know, you, and, and, and never, never, never let pride get in the way of something really, really good. And we'll leave you with that. God bless. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days with another episode of good light unscripted, the podcast. Do you have any parting comments, Anna? I'm going to bed. You just want to go to bed because you're sick. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.